0: you see the Guardian? Those are the Guardians of the Galaxies posters from when we went to each respective movie back there.
1: Nice. Yep, yep. Can't is, get a
0: good shot of them, but...
1: Is one of them from uh, that 15-minute preview that you missed by this much?
0: Yes. <laughs> yes it <is. laughs> yeah. And it actually tore up a little bit, but I taped it from behind so it doesn't look torn up.
1: Nice. But... <laughs> nice. I remember that day. That was fun. I was the first one in line. Mm-hmm.
0: So excited. Yes, and I was late as sort of typical.
1: Yeah. It all worked out. But since you mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy, just one moment. <laughs> I actually meant to be wearing this instead today because of Marvel. <laughs> and you just reminded me. For anyone listening on audio, I'm wearing my uh Groot, Baby Groot shirt. Yeah. All right. Uh what is this? Episode 4? Yep and there sure
0: was a lot this episode.
1: Oh yeah, I've been hearing a lot of stuff. I got spoiled mm-hmm. the last shot of the show cuz some blog had it as a, you know, picture. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, this was this was a whole bunch. Before we yeah. get into it, I'm Brian. I'm Richard. Yep. And Richard, what's your first note? You know how we do. You give a yeah. note and I catch up to it.
0: So they're just letting Zemo walk around and shower and everything after he shot someone. Um, I'm guessing. Yeah. It's like, you know, they don't put the screws to him at all, but I'm guessing it's because Zemo's actually a pretty dangerous guy. Like if they mistreat him, he knows how to get his way and get even and be petty and fuck up whatever they're trying to do, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, even though if, if Zemo had less ability, to do that kind of stuff, they would probably just, like, have him in handcuffs and be dragging him around and stuff wherever they go, you know? But, yeah, it was just one note. Because he has power, they can't do that to him. Because he has the ability to do that stuff, they can't do that to him in that situation.
1: Yeah, it is interesting, though. You'd think they'd want, like, a closer eye on him, not just letting him walk around, do tea, handcuff him more often, maybe, as the new Cap loves to do. That is interesting. I hadn't thought too much about how uh, how much free reign Zemo has and, you know, how little they uh, actually restrict him. Even the New Cap, when he catches up with them.
0: He ends up, at least he ends up handcuffing them.
1: Yeah, you know? at, at the one point where New Cap is having, like, closest to, close to his biggest mental breakdown yet. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Newcap New does a lot of inappropriate things this episode, but would you say it was appropriate to handcuff Zemo to that thing?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. Mean, so I don't think why he did it was the right reason. I'm sure he's just like everybody needs to listen to me. I'm the captain. <laughs> you know, if that was truly his priority, he would have done it from. Yo! What the hell? Why you, you broke him out? Handcuff. You know, if that was, if, you know, that was his actual priority. Mm Mm-hmm. And not just Um, the Ego, which is the Norwegian pronunciation for Ego. I made that up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, I guess the lady from Wakanda's name is Ao.
1: Yeah. um, That that confused me, because I thought she was the woman from uh Capt America Civil War and I could have swear sworn he said Nakia or is that somewhere else
0: Nakia Let's see The first article no that wasn't Akoye <laughs>
1: <sighs> Jesus Christ I It was Ao
0: on. I was correct
1: Yeah I heard him say Ao later Did you hear him say it yeah. early
0: No later I heard Dora earlier, and then I figured out that was part of the Dora Milashi,
1: Yeah. So. I was writing stuff down when he said "ao," so I actually didn't, like, concretely catch who it was that he said that to, you know? So I was like, it could have been one of the other two. I actually wasn't looking at the screen at that moment. But I'm going to scrub through Captain America Civil War really quick, because I know exactly... Where to find this scene? But I'm having a little more trouble than I thought I would. Jeez, Louise, what's going on with this? Maybe I don't remember this. Mo- Maybe I need to watch this movie again. Ah, oh, there we go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Let me make sure subtitles are on. Move, or you will be moved. As entertaining as that would be, you really think you can find? Oh, you really think you can find him? My my resources are considerable. No, he doesn't say her name. Ah, God, I'm an idiot.
0: So they never say Ayo's name before that moment in this episode. That can't be.
1: Well, no, no. I'm I'm looking at Captain America: Civil War. The moment yeah. when uh, Black Widow stops uh, Black Panther from leaving, and Ao says, "Move, or you will be moved." And also, I was listening to that silent. So if my accent looked sounded half as good, it was dull for memory. Just to pat myself (laughs) on the back. But uh, let's see. Nakia in the MCU. Oh, I'm such an idiot. Oh my god. Nakia is Lupita Nyong'a's character. I'm such an idiot. I was literally remembering Nakia from Black Panther and not from Captain America Civil War. Oh, Lupita Nyong'a's character was so... Big. That's so pathetic of me. I'm not going back and editing that out. My shame should be known forever. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, that's pathetic. But, uh. (laughs) Alright. Her name's Ao, A dumbass. I literally thought, like, my brain rewrote that scene to be like, move. Or you will be moved. Nakia as entertaining as that was, you know i added that one pronunciation <laughs> into the scene in my memory mm-hmm. oh i need to go take a nap as if i gotcha. haven't been sleeping enough okay all right uh what's your first like chronological note so i can catch up to you and with my notes
0: well that was they are just letting Zemo walk around and bathe and everything after you shot a dude that was the first note
1: Okay, so then I'll back up to the beginning, which was uh, there. I saw a headline before it, last episode that said, "Is Bucky an agent of Wakanda?" And because that was the theory, like he's meeting up with Ao, he might be working for Wakanda in this. And their whole scene, I wrote down the lines. I was wondering when you showed up, when you'd show up, and she said, "I'm here for Zemo," and I just wrote working together or he knew Nakia would be on Zemo because he killed T'Chaka. And then I was very happy with myself that later that was confirmed to be the exact reason. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, when they, right before the scene of AO helping him get over the code words, I heard the black Panther theme. and I was like, Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> like I got all excited. And, that was a
0: really good scene. Thank you for reminding me.
1: Yeah, that w- I, I wrote one thing at the end of that when she said, you are free, a couple times. I put, being responsible for all your actions from now on must be such a relief, but also terrifying. Like, Sebastian Stan, I'm pretty sure, played it majoritively, if not only, like, thank God I'm free of this. But honestly, like, there's got to be a part in the human psyche I have to imagine that would be terrified. Like, every terrible thing he had done up till then, he could excuse as it wasn't his fault. But if he fucks up now, he's got no excuse. He doesn't even have the excuse of lying and saying, no, you could still brainwash me.
0: Do you think he was getting emotional because of that?
1: I think ultimately with his smile if he did like do a little roller coaster of those emotions he ultimately ended up with like thank god i'm free like with thank his thank god smile. no one can
0: force me to kill people anymore
1: yes but <laughs> so now god. if he kills the wrong person it's all on him it's there's no excuses it's his fault there's no one else to point the blame at and that that would terrify me a part of me I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want to be on the leash, but and like I would be happy getting taken off someone else's leash, especially if they're using me to do dirty ass shit. But yeah. now that it's all up to me, no one, no one to blame but me. So now it, it feels like we got even a fuller, um, at least how I'm reading it, it it really supports his uh, fear that Steve was wrong about him because I
0: suppose it could
1: because now it's all up to him. Um,
0: Oh, I got from, from those flashback scenes was like pure happiness.
1: Yeah. But... I think it ultimately ended on pure happiness or close to it. But when I was saying that, that's what I was thinking. I was like, Oh shit, he's got no excuse now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, uh, us when we're 10 and us when we're now, it's like you you just decide to hit somebody. You're like, I'm 10. I'm still learning. You decide to hit somebody now. There's no excuse, which... I, know, understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Oh, I understand what you mean. Oh, I didn't think you didn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, I really loved the overshot, overhead shot. I even wrote Nakia and Winter Soldier, because I'm a dumbass in my notes. <laughs> the, the overhead shot of Ao and Winter Soldier with the brighter bricks on A.O. side and the more, like, gray bricks on uh, Winter Soldier's side. I thought that was really cool. Like, her view of this, it's kind of, it kind of harkens back to the conversation between Sam and, um, oh, God, I'm just thinking Don Cheadle, but I'm forgetting his roadie. Where, like, he got obscured, Sam, for a moment by the uh clear glass. Like, Nakia's goals and her intention are much more clear. Mm-hmm. At least that's how I read that shot because it is a beautiful shot. And then mm-hmm. his are still, he's, he's playing in that gray area of gray morality, like. Mm-hmm actually that's that's interesting that now makes me think about how Bucky was criticizing uh Carly. Do the means justify or do the ends justify the means while Bucky literally broke out Zemo
0: oh Bucky literally broke what
1: broke out Zemo, yeah I mean it's interesting that Bucky broke out Zemo something where you might ask, do the means justify the end? Or does the end justify the mean? So well, the so.
0: idea is that they were supposed to keep an eye on him and not let him do anything, and they failed when he shot uh, Nagel, right?
1: No, no, no. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Like... But it's interesting that the person who broke out uh terrorist mm-hmm. to do something good, quote-unquote good, is criticizing mm-hmm. someone who's doing terrorist things for... Mm-hmm. Something quote-unquote good.
0: I don't I, think... I personally don't think it's that interesting because the the idea is that they were going to stop What's-His-Face from doing everything, you know? I'm sorry. That, hang on. Let me rephrase that. It, because the idea was that they were going to stop Zemo from doing anything, you know? So it's not like... They, they probably shouldn't have broken out Zemo, right? But their intentions were to not let him do anything, right? Were to not let him kill anybody.
1: yeah. So. I'm, and they but, failed at that, and
0: they should feel bad. But, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm but saying...
1: they don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it it is the thing of like he did something very morally great. It's not a clear right and wrong. It it's actually mm-hmm. wrong to break Zemo out, and he justifies it by this will be a net positive. Mm-hmm. And Bucky's the one who did that, and Bucky's the one that's criticizing Carly. For doing something she sees as being a net positive. She kills a few soldiers, a few corrupt soldiers in her eyes. She helps millions of people. So it's kind of interesting, like the pot calling the kettle black. Like, Bucky literally last episode? Or two episodes ago?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't really see it that way. I see the nuance in what he was trying to do. Um, I, mean, I, I, I also see what, don't see I how I see she blew up. the nuance in
1: what she was doing, too.
0: I don't see how she blew up that building. It was a huge effing explosion, and it only killed three and left twelve wounded, or eleven wounded, one or the other.
1: Oh, that's what okay. it said in the I didn't TV. Even catch that.
0: Yeah, I caught that. I was like, that would have killed all of them. <laughs> like, yeah, get out of here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: but yeah, the I see that she thinks that it's a net positive, and Bucky thinks that it's a net positive. But she's straight up killing people, and Bucky is just trying to use a resource that should be
1: imprisoned. Yeah, but, I mean, his actions led to people's death anyway.
0: Yeah, and they're obviously not fit for the job. Falcon and Winter Soldier, <laughs>
1: they failed. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I just thought it was interesting that the person doing the morally gray things would criticize the other person doing the morally gray things. And it's actually Sam, the righteous one, that could connect with her more. You know, you'd think it would be Sam being outraged at everybody mm-hmm. and Bucky just being like, like, this is what we got to do, mm. you know, she's doing what she got to do. We're doing what we got to do, you know, I, I don't, re- ex- I would expect Bucky and Carly to connect more, mm-hmm. uh, since they're both willing to bend the rules for their own ends. Right i it's okay. I, I already we, stated yeah, i already we, stated we I, I that. <laughs>
0: yeah. um i like the line that there's never been another steve rogers like that goes back to what you were talking about last week steve Rogers. there's not really anyone that they found that's worthy of throwing the shield around you know yes. um yeah that was a very true line
1: all right so i've got a couple with that i think when was that was that oh that was much later in the episode okay all right, I got a few things.
0: That was in the first ten minutes. Because
1: I know I wrote that down, but I'm seeing a lot, uh, a lot of. That was in the first ten minutes. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll just say my next notes. Um, I thought Bucky revealing that Wakanda is after Zemo right away. That that was a good way to save time. You know how mm-hmm. like most tv Mm -hmm. shows like arrow and flash like they're not going to reveal that until like the very last second because espionage um Mm -hmm. but just outright stating it i i thought that was a way to condense the story down and it didn't feel cheap
0: yeah you're right um i thought the same thing like the show's written in a particular way and i like it um i also thought it was good teamwork like Yo, this is what's happening right now. They say this guy's got eight hours, and
1: it's yeah. just like. like <laughs> Maybe they be... shouldn't have said that in front of Zemo, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: that's true. You're we right got
1: we that. got to cut corners where we got to cut corners for the six episodes, and it didn't feel as weird as him just walking onto a military base <laughs> <laughs> with no one caring. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's exactly what that was a product of, right? um, I thought it was interesting to, that Zemo would call the head of the Flag Smashers a supremacist. Yeah,
0: I, I noted that too. Um, you start to see. I, I'm glad they got to dissect Zemo's um,
1: motivations, point of
0: view, point of view, and motivations a little bit, and they got you know they tried to uh correct him at different points and you see him think for a second who knows if they actually got through though or if he changed
1: his his views but yeah yeah i don't know if you caught me face palming myself cuz i just found my note about uh the serum never corrupting steve but i didn't put it in quotations
0: <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's why
1: i didn't see it in my notes mhm all right so we're at that part um i loved I actually did love that he to kind of piggyback off what you were saying that they could actually be malleable. Let me say, let me say malleable to each other. You know, like when literally those lines about Steve and the serum was them saying, maybe you're wrong. the serum never corrupted Steve. And then Zemo saying touche, but there's never been another Steve Rogers. So it's like, he could actually see, I don't know if it's just manipulation, but he could mm. actually see Sam's point.
0: Mm-hmm. Also,
1: Sam, man, you got a a confidence issue because take that serum, man. Like <laughs> Sam's, Sam's a golden boy. He's, I mean, we just haven't seen him be flawed if he, that much, mm-hmm. you know, he's a little overconfident with the bank but like in terms of himself he really has some self confidence issues and he needs to he needs to work on that cuz you
0: know how you're talking about um bucky suddenly being solely responsible for all of his actions mm-hmm. suddenly falcon sam would be way more responsible once he's granted way more power once he becomes a super soldier suddenly it's like well a good person would try to be an even greater hero right
1: yeah, but I mean, like, good, greater hero. He's he's basically a super soldier when he has those wings on. Like, those wings must have AI in them. Well, they definitely do, because we confirmed that Red Wing could know his voice commands and then think critically. So there's AI in the suits. And uh, with how fast those wings, like, protect him from gunshots, there has to be monitoring and, like, cameras around. So he's almost bulletproof. You know, at this Mm -hmm. point, at least from bullets, I'm sure if a bazooka hit his wings, he'd fall back and be hurt. Like, Mm -hmm. he's got power when he has the time to put on the suit. He's, Mm -hmm. I trust him. I don't, it's just racking my brain why he doesn't trust himself. And maybe that's all the part of like the identity politics that are present in this, you know? I don't know where his self-confidence or his lack of self-confidence is coming from. And because of the way this TV show has dealt with race and things like that, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it has a little bit to do with him being self-conscious based on how people have reacted to him based on the color of his skin. Or maybe it's literally he he was scared of people's reactions because... Every time, every time a character who, who is white in the comics originally and not white. Hell, even when Falcon just in the comics took up the shield and was Captain America in the comics, people were outraged. It wasn't even saying like Steve Rogers is black now. It was like we have Falcon. He's taking up. Uh, I just feel like I'm tired and I'm spiraling. But, you know.
0: Okay. Uh, let me. So I have something to say about this. So. Yeah, there are people online that are going to complain, okay? If any group of people gets big enough, there's going to be stupid shitheads in that group, okay? If the quantity of people gets that big, like, for example, um, people yelling at what's – not Kirk Russell, his son that's in the show.
1: Wyatt Russell? Jesus Christ, they told him to kill himself. What's – Wyatt Russell.
0: What's his first – Wyatt Russell. So here's the thing. I've I've known my entire life that those shitheads are on the internet, and I don't get why people are still surprised, personally.
1: No, like, that's... Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: I'm, I'm, we shouldn't be surprised. That... Like, I hope Wyatt Russell didn't... Like, he didn't actually shut down Instagram. It's just that he got the memes apparently relayed to him by his friends, from what I've heard.
1: Um, I don't yeah, know what he his reaction have was. Social I hope media. he wasn't,
0: I wasn't... What?
1: Yeah, he doesn't have social media, or yeah. not much of it.
0: Yeah. So I hope he wasn't hurt by it, but I also hope he wasn't surprised by it. Like I like I just don't think people should be surprised that these creeps are out there to say those types of things. I mean, yeah, yeah. they they can go like, you know, they can go screw themselves, you know. But yeah. Just I, be ready for it. You're in a public forum and it's more public than it's more public than just standing outside where there's four people outside, there's going to be a billion people looking at your shit. So
1: yeah, I I understand the logic of it, and even people like Lashana Lynch, who is in Captain Marvel, and she is the new 007 in the next Bond film. She's not James Bond, she just mm-hmm. has the number 007. Mm-hmm. She talked about people's reaction of finding out she was the new 007 and just hating on her, and people prepared her. She they were like, it doesn't, it's not you. It mm-hmm. could be anyone else. You could. Decline this and someone else could take this role and they would have exactly the same reaction and she knew that logically and I don't know off the top of my head what her reaction was to seeing all that hate but as logical as you can be it can still affect you emotionally so I'm I don't know you know if he came out as I'm the new Captain America Steve chose me you know maybe he just didn't want that hate on him people liked him as the Falcon And maybe he knew that taking up the red, white, and blue would just get a certain small number of shitheads who are very vocal to hate on him. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I I don't think Sam Wilson
0: I don't think Sam Wilson would worry about that. I think it's more of a self confidence issue, not oh people are gonna complain about it.
1: Well he definitely worries at least a little bit. When he was preparing for the bank And he was telling his uh, His sister you know I don't play with these White folks you know Mm -hmm. He's aware of it he knows That it could crop up Any prejudice Mm -hmm. maybe it Doesn't make him sad maybe it doesn't make Him want to go shove his face In a bunch of ice cream or down a keg of Beer you know Mm -hmm. to swallow His depression but he knows it's there So Mm -hmm. that has to Affect somebody somehow it's a good point So this was just me like spitballing a bunch of ways that this show and how this show has been interacting or, you know, touching real issues Mm -hmm. in its own way. Just spitballing reasons why Steve or uh, Sam might have been motivated to give up the shield. Mm -hmm. Maybe this was just a big, sorry, sorry for going on for this for so long. I feel like I'm rambling about everything I say.
0: It's all good. What's
1: your next note? Yes. Uh, flag smashers bombing caused the government to fast track the thing the flag smashers didn't want to happen. Did you catch that? On a news report, it showed that uh, governments were fast tracking a bill to resolidify their borders after the bombing. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting and felt very real that like, right. you know, uh, after... Al-Qaeda bombed, or not bombed, but, you know, did 9-11, which sounds so fucked up how I just said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they got the response they wanted. They got retaliation en masse times a hundred, including, uh, you know, invading countries that had nothing to do with Al-Qaeda directly. Mm-hmm. So I think they didn't get the result they wanted. And the Flag Smashers seem to not have gotten the they they're they're getting more support, but they're also driving the countries to do the thing they want to stop even faster. did I explain that well
0: yeah um you explained it very well in three different ways. you explained it very well
1: <laughs> sorry'm um, sorry for I need to be brevity brevity you, needs to be my number I, one. i'm
0: not gonna I'm not gonna stop you from doing that because it's part of who you are. you've always explained your point of view very thoroughly which is fine. That's cool. Okay. Um, the I Story-wise, I think, um, <clears throat> let me back out Story-wise, like, it's hard to work with, well, half the population just suddenly appeared, half the global population just suddenly appeared. but how it plays out politically and socioeconomically, wow. I feel like it feels realistic. Like, I don't know if it actually is realistic. I'm not an expert in those topics, but, like, this feels like an actual world event that could be playing out. They do a good job of explaining it on the news, how people watching the news would see it. And I thought that was good writing on their part.
1: Yeah. And dude, now that I'm thinking about it, I think, uh, you know, it's not a perfect one-to-one, but with how scarce jobs have been with COVID and everything, Mm-hmm. kind of seems like we're, We're living in a world that's similar to what they're going through in the show. Like, later on in the episode, Sam talked about how jobs were plentiful, houses were cheap, uh, countries were welcoming, and yeah, we didn't have any of that stuff. But now, everything's tightening up, and jobs are scarce, and resources are scarce, and that's what a lot of people around the world have been dealing with not having a job they could go to not having a job that they knew would might be safe that's different than the show but like a lot of people mm-hmm. getting laid off record numbers of unemployment that that just felt that felt weirdly timely cuz the show couldn't have started writing after the pandemic started there's no way i know they shot mm-hmm. during the pandemic but like and it, to backtrack even more there's no way they could do the 5 year snap With the plans of, ooh, this will reflect COVID eventually, how we spin it, you know? But uh, Mm -hmm. that was just a random aside. It was kind of weird how those lined up.
0: Well, if you're going to draw parallels to COVID, that would mean the Flag Smashers are the people that want COVID to end faster, right?
1: (laughs) I didn't, I didn't, didn't, (laughs) it wasn't a perfect one-to-one. I'm just saying we're desperate. A lot of people are desperate. The times are similar. Yeah, like, the
0: the the feeling of the times are similar.
1: Hell, in Chicago for the last few months, there's been a hell of a lot more carjackings to the point that I've mm-hmm. heard it as a rideshare driver a lot from people just Bro, there's talking been, uh... about it. And that's just people who are desperate, who have who have no other way to. It has to be that that sharp of a rise of carjackings has to be people being desperate enough to do it more.
0: I don't know if what I'm about to say is out of desperation, but there's been quite a few more shootings in our neck of the woods, man.
1: That could be a result of it. I mean, when COVID and the stay-at-home order started, uh, domestic violence cases went up because people were stuck with people that they couldn't Mm -hmm. get away from. So Mm -hmm. that that could be the domestic violence. That could be people needing to um, rob people to get something. To f- mm-hmm. And having a gun, and you know things escalated too much. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> that got really um, heavy. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's, what's your next, next note? No- oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's do you because I always have to catch up anyway. Um, they go
0: to they go to look for where Carla and Morganthau might be. They look around in like that facility where the flag smashers were. Um, I don't know how they got to that place. Like, we discussed last week how the dialogue can move kind of fast and you can miss something, and I got tired of rewinding to listen to the dialogue, <laughs> and I rewound, and I didn't find it. And so I was just like, oh, okay, how did they find that place again? I forget.
1: Um, I think it was Sharon Carter? No, no, no. No, Sharon Carter comes in later. Um, Let's see. They're talking about Corrupted Steve, the Flag Smasher bombing. I don't remember. But... Two things that I wrote down from that scene were, I know he you are, but I can't trust you. The guy talking mm-hmm. to Sam. Yeah. And I loved everything before that of them just closing doors and walking away. And then, uh, ooh, Zemo's good with kids, which I wrote in parentheses, he's the only one who ever had kids, you know, mm. himself. Mm-hmm. So that's actually pretty smart. But uh, he's also so sneaky when he's, like, they're bad men not to be trusted. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. like, ooh, you smooth motherfucker. (laughs)
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I I love um, that scene.
0: I, yeah, Zemo's style, he knows how to work with people, you know, Um, and, like, be nice to kids and stuff. He's, like, a polite guy if he didn't kill super soldiers, if he didn't, like, you know, murdered people in the past. So, yeah. <laughs> um, like, like, he has manners or whatever, but like, you know, I still hope they throw him back in jail eventually. Um,
1: yeah, it's yeah. tough. Cause I get where he's coming from. Like, I would love to have superpowers, but I would not love for everyone to have superpowers. Does that make sense? Mm. I also don't yeah. trust myself fully, mm-hmm. you know? Cause like, I live in Chicago. We've all got road rage. <laughs> like it's just baked into <laughs> our DNA. I don't trust myself if I could get out of my car and punch a hole in someone's hood, you know?
0: Did you punch a hole in someone's hood?
1: No, but if I could, I couldn't <laughs> trust that I wouldn't. There are some okay, okay. real Room. assholes on the road who You're are right. just pieces of shit, whoever. Sociopaths. And You're the right. idea that I could just be like, "Okay, bet and just like follow them at a distance they go in their house i go (gasps) to the front hood i don't trust myself that i Mm -hmm. wouldn't do that if i could Mm
0: -hmm. so
1: i don't want the whole world to have superpowers because there's a lot of assholes (laughs) you know uh uh,
0: the two times i visited new york the road rage is way worse than chicago oh i've heard some they have some extra extra salt in their diet or something <laughs> there i also they don't even follow the lane lines like some people will just occupy one lane and part of another lane and then i get yeah. angry <laughs> <Yep>. but still
1: <laughs> it, it's that phrase uh total power corrupts totally i the more the show goes on the more i sympathize with carly the more i understand zemo's point of view like mm-hmm. Even in Captain America: Civil War, he did the bare minimum he had to. Mm -hmm. He he bomb. I don't agree with bombing the UN, but he did the bare minimum to achieve his goals. He never. He even didn't want to kill the Hydra guy because he didn't want to kill unnecessarily for his mission. Mm -hmm. (sighs) If people agreed with Thanos and said Thanos was right,
0: you didn't want to. You didn't want to kill the Hydra guy?
1: Zemo. In uh, Captain America Civil War, the first scene we see him doing is having the Hydra guy upside down, and he's interrogating him. And he told Mm. him, uh, Hydra Mm. deserves its own place on the ash pile or something like that. So Mm. your death would not bother me, but I would have to resort to um, bloodier methods. Including the UN Mm -hmm. bombing, and he didn't want to do the bombing. And while it wouldn't make him cry at night or you know lose sleep at night, he didn't want to kill the Hydra guy if he didn't have to. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, he's Mm -hmm. he's not uh, Um... he's not (laughs) he's not Zod. (laughs) You know, (laughs) in Man of Steel, he's not just like (sighs) weep. Although I guess destroying the whole world wasn't necessary for Zod's goals, so.
0: Right, I recognize that. But <laughs> hope they throw him in jail eventually, though. Zemo. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, He just has to sing creepy to the kids, doesn't he? he he's just like, he, when before he gave them the candy, he's singing. He's strolling through where they're playing, and he's singing before he sits down. He sings <laughs> all creepy. As a kid, dude. I would have thought, like, yo, you are creepy, dude. Like, did, what are you
1: doing? Did you see uh, Bo Burnham's Make Happy? No, I don't think so. You should. It's on Netflix. It's amazing. But he uh, he has this one bit where he's singing that song as a joke for, mm-hmm. for like, uh, to demonstrate beat fetishism, where it's just all about the beat and the uh, words don't matter. So he's like, uh, one for the little boy who lives down the lane. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And it's, like, doing all these beats. He's like, who paid this little boy's rent? Who signed his lease? Is no one else worried that this little boy is living alone? <laughs> like he goes off uh, that song. Um, you should watch it. it but okay. I wasn't thinking about how creepy that was. I was like, where is that song from? Bo Burnham's Make Happy. That's a good <laughs> way. He said the little girl on the lane. Bo Burnham said the little boy down the lane. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. I, I got distracted by my affection for Make Happy. It's great. I watch it like every three months i can't stay away from it long enough
0: Mm -hmm. okay so i my next note takes place when they're back in wherever they're living at the moment or residing Mm -hmm. and they're talking and uh like you know falcon is giving his um soliloquy if that's the right word um and explaining why he might sympathize with carly Morgenthau
1: a little bit that was my next note Discussion mm. about Carly being right, mm. what do you have to say about it? Well, we kind of talked about it earlier a little bit, yeah. but
0: yeah a bit.
1: yeah it's yeah. uh.